0: Radioarchives.com presents Will Murray's Pulp Classics The Spider Magazine From January 1939 Claws of the Golden Dragon An Adventure of the Spider By Norval W. Page Writing as Grant Stockbridge Read by Nick Santamaria Plus, the thrilling short story, Death's Wedding March, a Doc Turner story by Arthur Leo Zagat. Richard Wentworth, a wealthy man about town and master of disguise, devotes his life to the pursuit of justice for the downtrodden, the poor, and the helpless. Donning a wide-brimmed black hat, sinister black cape, and a pair of 45 automatics, Wentworth prowls the streets of New York as his alter ego, the Spider, Master of Men, challenging criminal masterminds bent on enslaving or destroying humanity. Wentworth's loyal fiancé, Nita Van Sloan, and Sikh manservant and warrior companion, Ram Singh, accompany the Spider on his quests to root out evil. The only clue to his deeds of justice, the dreaded red spider seal left on the foreheads of those he has killed for the good of mankind. Claws of the Golden Dragon. It was a scarlet scorpion that reached Richard Wentworth, warning him that the Far East had crept forth from its Chinatown lair to raid New York. Victims were dying with a blood orchid in their hearts, and the dragon screamed. With the police helpless and Manhattan paralyzed, only Wentworth, in the spider's somber guise, could hope to battle this prince of darkness who was looting a metropolis to found his evil empire. And now, the spider's thrilling adventure, Claws of the Golden Dragon.
1: Chapter 1 THE GOLDEN DRAGON On the day when the warning of the Scarlet Scorpion came to Richard Wentworth, he was enjoying one of the few periods of relaxation that fell in an overcrowded life. He was fencing with keen naked sabers before a gallery of friends in the gymnasium that occupied half the second floor of his fortified mansion between Sutton Place and the East River. It was a colorful scene, with the cold sunlight of winter making gay yellow oblongs on the floor. Only the especially observant would have noticed that the glass in the tall windows was extra thick, bulletproof, or would have guessed the constant peril that made this precaution necessary. There were few in the gallery who watched, and only one woman, but her vivid warmth, the quick flash of her intelligence, made her easily the dominant note of the entire scene, and it was she who first received the warning of the scorpion. Wentworth and his adversary, his faithful man Jackson, were stripped to the waist, without masks or plastrons, and the glittering blades were razor-sharp, without buttons. They made a constant musical clatter in the hall. Wentworth fought easily, his lean hawk's face relaxed in a faint smile that just showed the strong white line of his teeth. Jackson battled with a mounting fury of effort. Heavy jaw muscles knotted. He seemed massive and inordinately powerful against the slighter, lithe man who opposed him. Wentworth's muscles glided with rippling smoothness in his tanned body, whose perfect symmetry was marred only by the cicatrices of a score of old wounds—wounds he had suffered in the service of humanity, to which he long ago pledged himself—to the struggle against criminal plot and counterplot which ceaselessly thrust at civilization. Jackson was driving Wentworth back now, step after slow step. His saber made a constant clashing, his path marked by glittering arcs so swift that they seemed continuous circlets of steel. Wentworth's smile had not changed, but Jackson's face showed increasing tension. In the gallery, the woman fell silent and pointed with a small gesture of a white graceful hand. "'Watch,' she said softly. "'It came.' There was an abrupt change in the constant slithering clash of cut and parry. Wentworth's body seemed to weave with the sinuosity of a panther. With a ringing clatter, Jackson's saber sailed from his hand to strike point down, quivering into the floor. Wentworth, his body extended in full thrust, remained motionless. His unguarded point just rested against Jackson's chest. It was while the men who watched broke into applause that a bearded and turbaned Hindu, moving on silent feet, glided to the side of the woman and offered a silver platter on which a small box reposed, a box of ebony
0: and mother of pearl. His resonant voice was very subdued.